0: Postum presents The Aldrich Family, written by Clifford Goldsmith and starring Ezra Stone. Entertainment for all the family, brought to you by Postum, a tempting wholesome drink for all the family. Before we join the Aldrich family, let's imagine that the little voice we all have within could actually speak to us out loud. Would your inner voice ever say anything like this? Why do you keep putting it off? You know you're nervous, so why don't you do something about it? Yes, if your nerves are on edge, you should certainly do something about it. For instance, if it happens that coffee makes you nervous, you could easily correct matters by drinking Postum instead. You see, even though many people can drink coffee without getting nervous... Many others, and you may be among them, cannot. So if you think coffee sets your nerves on edge, switch to Postum as your regular mealtime drink. Postum contains no stimulants, nothing that could cause nervousness. Just drink fragrant, flavorful Postum instead of coffee, and then, after giving Postum a fair trial, see if that nervous, jittery feeling isn't gone. See if you don't feel so swell again that your inner voice says,
1: Be smart. Stay
2: with
3: Postum."
0: In the comfortable White House at 117 Elm Street, Centerville, USA, live friends and neighbors of yours, the Aldrich family. They live the same calm, ordered existence that any family with a high school boy leads. And if you know Henry Aldrich or any teenage boy, you know what that means. Our scene opens at the Aldrich breakfast table.
4: Henry, if I were you, I wouldn't eat quite so
5: fast. But, Mother, I'm late. Here, you have plenty of time. It isn't ten minutes to eight. But, Mother, I have to attend to something on the way to school. May
2: I have a piece of toast, please?
5: Yes, Anne. Father, would you mind if I should ask you a sort of a technical question? What about? Well... Do you find in your law practice that most people get convicted? Of what? Well, of anything. Say you're arrested, see, and you're... Well, what are your chances? Henry, what are you talking about? Nothing, Mother. It isn't anything. I guess I'll have a piece of toast, too. Here you are. Is there quite a market for bicycles these days, do you know? I don't know why. I was just wondering if a used bicycle brings much money. Why? Well, I'll tell you. Father... When a case comes up in court, I'm not speaking of anything specific. What about it? When a case does come up, Father, is it usually announced in the newspapers? Henry, why? Oh, no reason. No reason. Well, that was a very nice breakfast. Where are you going? No place. I just happened to decide I'd like to put in a telephone call. Sam? Well?
4: Do you think Henry's studying too hard?
5: I beg your
2: pardon?
4: He isn't himself, dear. Something is definitely on his mind. What
2: makes you say that?
4: Well, when Henry comes down to breakfast and his mind isn't on his food... And look, he didn't even touch his banana.
2: No? Give it to me.
4: Sam, I don't see how you can sit there and eat his banana and not even be worried.
2: Pass me that toast. I'm going to stop worrying. It shortens your life.
4: But why would he ask the questions he did about being tried in court or something?
2: Alice, I get questions like that every day.
5: Well, so long, everybody. i got to get started. Henry, you can't start for school this early. But, Mother, it's important. What's that you have in that package? Why, it's just something I have to... I'm, I'm going to... I bought it at the hardware store. Goodbye. 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 Boy, have I got a hurry.
4: Sam. Well? Why do you suppose he just put in that phone call? I
2: have no idea. you have any more toast made?
4: Who do you suppose that is?
2: I don't know, but it certainly isn't anything to get upset
4: about. Well, dear, I'm not um, upset. I'm simply wondering. Hello?
5: Hello, is Henry there? No, he isn't. Well, Mrs. Aldrich, this is Homer. Has Henry left already? Yes. Oh. Well, that's good.
3: Homer, did Henry just call you?
5: This morning? Yes, dear. No. No. Did he put in a phone call?
4: I don't know. Why did he leave so early?
5: Why, I'd rather not say, Mrs. Aldrich. There's no sense in your worrying, too.
4: What's that? Goodbye. Homer. Homer? Sam. What did Homer want? He says I
3: mustn't worry. <laughs> Door. I'm getting ready to
2: leave
4: for the office. Oh, very well. Good morning, Alice. Why, Harriet, what are you doing over here? Is Sam here? I want to have a talk with both of you. Sam? Yes? Can you come here? I'm coming, but I can't stop. Then I'll go until I've had a talk with you, Sam. Why, what's <laughs> happened? Well, I don't know just where to begin. Are you
2: having trouble with the bank again? It isn't the
4: bank. It's your son. Henry? Sam, I knew all the time something had happened.
2: Alice, he hasn't even told you what it is. How
4: can I if you don't sit down?
2: I can't possibly sit down, Harriet. I'm late as it is.
4: Sam, sit down and stop taking this lightly.
2: Very well. I'm down.
4: Now then, Henry phoned me a little while ago and asked whether he could come over and have a talk. Henry called you? Yes. And when he got there, he kept saying, Now, there's anything to worry about, Aunt Harriet. Nothing to worry about at all. So, naturally, I started to worry. About what? He wanted to know whether he could have some mail sent to my house instead of over here at your house. And I said yes, never suspecting for a minute. Never suspecting what? I'm coming to that. And then he said, when it comes, Aunt Harriet, it'll come in somebody else's name. Yes? And I said yes. And then I said, whose name? And he said, Mr. W. Webber. Who's
2: Mr. Webber? Will
4: you let me tell this?
2: I beg your pardon?
4: And he said I must promise not to say a word to anybody. But who is this Miss w- Mr. Webber? Uh, Sam, where are you going? I just
2: wanted to make sure I have my briefcase.
4: Sam, it's right here on this table. Oh,
2: fine, thanks.
4: Now, where was I? You just promised Henry you wouldn't tell anybody. Oh, yes, well... Sam, you aren't leaving, are you?
2: I'm sorry, Alice, but I have things to do. You mean I
4: came over here just for nothing? No,
2: Harriet, not at all. What you said is very interesting. Really? Yes. Tell Alice some more. It'll take her mind off her troubles. Goodbye.
4: Goodbye, dear. Well, Alice, do you think Sam takes his family as seriously as he should? Why, Harriet? Well, would you mind if I should use your phone? Oh, no, not at all. Alice, you look pale. Well, I felt fine when I got up this morning. Number, please. Now, wait a minute. I know you were going to jump at me that fast. Number, please. I'm looking it up for you. It's... No, that's not it. It's Elm 661-R2. Elm 661-R2. Operator, did you hear me? I'm
3: ringing your number. Oh. Hello?
4: Hello, is this Mrs. Brown?
3: Yes. Well, this
4: is Harriet Breyer. I don't want to worry you, Mrs. Brown, but has Homer left for school?
3: Yes, he has.
4: Well, tell me... Homer and Henry see a great deal of each other, don't they?
3: Yes.
4: They do. Well, does Homer seem to be worried lately? About Henry, I mean.
3: About Henry? What for?
4: Well, how's he been about himself? Well, you know
3: how boys always are. Yes, I
4: know how boys are. And don't you worry either, Mrs. Brown. What about? Not a thing, but if I hear anything else, I'll call you back. (laughs)
5: Homer, do you want me to be late for school again? But, Henry, if Mr. Bull sees us, he'll grab us. Gee whiz, why does he have to live right across from the school? Well, I can't help it. All I know is we can't cross the street to go to school until after he leaves his house. About what time does he start for his office? Any minute now. We're only ten minutes late. Boy, if there's one man in this town that can lose his temper, it's Mr. Bull. Oh, gee. Did you find out how much you can get for the bicycle? Yeah, all we can get is eight dollars. Well, that's a nice thing, Henry. Gee whiz, are we in a fix? Oh!
4: Is that you down there, Harriet? It is. Come down. Oh, my goodness. I didn't expect to see you over here again this morning. It's come, Alice. It's come. What has? A letter. What do you suppose? Have you opened it? I have not. I decided you should be the one to read it. Oh, my gracious. I don't think that I should open a letter that isn't even addressed to me, Harriet. Why not? Here. W. Weber, Esquire, care of Harriet Brier, 11 Walnut. Harriet, let me sit down for a minute. Come think of it. Maybe I'd better open it and read it for you. Maybe I can ease the shock. The shock? Harriet, I think we should wait until Sam gets home and let him open. Now, Alice, you know the attitude Sam will take. He'll just laugh at the whole thing and throw it in the fireplace. I think we should have it open when he gets here. We can tell him what's in it. Harriet, there's the phone. I'll answer it. You just sit here and get a hold of yourself. No, thank you. I think it's much better that I answer it. What if it's some more bad news? If it is, I might as well know it. Well, do you mind if I listen? Hello? Hello?
3: Hello, is this Mrs. Aldrich? Yes. Well, Mrs. Aldrich, this is Homer Brown's mother. Yes. I've just been trying to get your sister, and she doesn't answer.
4: Hello, I'm here. Why, she's right here.
3: Well, I happen to think about something, uh, uh, about Henry.
4: About Henry? Henry, see,
3: Alice. Well, the school sent a note home the other day telling us that Homer's been arriving late every morning. And so we've been having him start earlier and earlier. Yes. Alice, I'm going to get a chair. But the earlier Homer starts, the later he seems to get to school. Yes. And just a few minutes ago, the school phoned and said that Homer was late again this morning.
4: You don't say so. But have I missed something?
3: What time did Henry leave this morning?
4: About ten minutes to eight.
3: And so did Homer. And what I want to know is where those two boys go morning.
4: Well... Mrs. Brown, what's your theory? Alice, give me that phone while I tell her what mine is.
5: Henry, where's the letter we started to write? It's right here in my Latin book, Homer. Well, let's see what you said so far. You know what I said. Well, can't you let me see it? Here. Here. Dear sir, for several days, my friend and I have been waiting for your legal advice, which we requested in a letter describing our jam. Did you write jam, Henry? You think I'd better change it to mess? Yes. Go on. Homer, wouldn't you think he'd answer the first one by now? Henry, go on. Where was I? In a mess. Oh. Would you please advise us about fees? A, if we win, B, if we lose. If we lose, Henry. Well, gee, Homer, Mr. Bull's an influential man. You mean after going to all this trouble, our folks still may find out?
2: letters to be signed, Miss Thompson?
3: No,
2: Mr. Aldrich. Any phone calls while I was out for lunch?
3: Yes, Mr. Aldrich. Mrs. Aldrich phoned once, and later her sister, Harriet Breyer, phoned.
2: Any message? No, sir.
3: Mrs. Aldrich said she was just leaving the house, and it might have been my imagination, but she seemed very much upset about something.
2: Well, if her sister was still there, she probably was upset.
3: Yes? Harriet
2: Breyer ought to do what I've decided to do. Stop worrying.
3: And also, uh, Mr. Bull phoned about 11.
2: Bull? J.C. Bull, what do he want?
3: He wanted to have a talk with you. What about? I don't think he said.
2: Uh, thank you. What's this law book doing on my desk?
3: Oh, yes, Henry dropped in during lunch hour.
2: Henry? About his allowance?
3: No, sir, he didn't mention his allowance. He said he came in to do some research. I see. He didn't seem to want to tell me what it was in regard to. He went over your shelves very carefully and then picked out that book and sat down in a corner and studied it for about 20 minutes.
2: I wonder what teacher would ask him to read a thing like this.
3: Which book is it?
2: Volume 12, Crimes and Offenses. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, it's a good thing his mother doesn't know about it. Why? You know women, if they haven't anything to worry about, they'll dig something up.
4: Sam, I'm sorry to bother you, but we've got to see you. Alice. Oh, Sam. Harriet,
2: what are you and Alice doing down here?
4: We're worrying, Sam, and you should be. Yes? Yeah? Now,
2: well, sit down. What's on your mind?
4: It's Henry, Sam. Yes? I had a phone call from the school a little while ago, Sam. Mr. Bradley wanted me to come up right away and have a talk with him. Yes? Sam, I don't like the way you keep saying Yes? You just wait until Alice finishes.
2: Yes, I mean fine.
4: And Sam, when I went up there, they told me Henry had been late to school almost every morning this week. Yes? Yes.
2: Well, I'll have a talk with Henry and tell him he must be more prompt. Well,
4: I like that. Uh, Sam, we're sure it's more serious than that. Now,
2: Alice, you're worrying over something that doesn't amount to a raw pin.
4: But dear, I can't help it. That's the way I see And it. imagine how I feel. Why, Harriet? I started all this, and if you don't believe it, take a look at this. And what? It's a letter that came in my mail this morning to my house in care of me. And I feel I had a perfect right to all. It. What is it? Read it.
2: W. Weber, Esquire. Who's he? It's
4: your own son. And suppose it gets around town, Sam, that there's a Mr. Weber getting mail at my house.
2: Dear sir, yours are the 15th received. I regret very much the pressure of other work makes it impossible for me to consider your case. However, if it is as serious as your letter would indicate, I would suggest that you get in touch with some responsible lawyer at once. Why not one in your own community, such as Mr. Samuel Ulrich, who will, I feel sure, treat your trouble confidentially. Yours truly, Norton Adams, attorney at law. Sam? Yes.
4: Yes.
2: But what has Henry done?
4: I thought you weren't worried. I, I'm not.
2: I'm not. It's probably. It's just naturally.
3: Laura, Richard, you flew with that volume on crimes and offenses Henry was reading. Sam, what's that?
2: Miss Thompson, what time is it?
3: Fifteen minutes after three.
2: Please call the high school and see whether Henry has left. <laughs>
0: Things certainly don't look too good for Henry and Homer. But since there's no real proof they've done anything wrong, let's reserve judgment. And if you will, consider the proof that Postum, as a good hot mealtime drink for all the family, is just about tops. Just about the grandest treat you could hope to get. And is there any better proof than that more and more folks are enjoying Postum every day? That Postum's popularity is growing by leaps and bounds? Well, as a matter of fact, there is better proof. Your own keen pleasure when you take your first sip. When you first raise a good hot cup of Postum to your lips and discover for yourself just what the words fragrance and flavor really mean. Believe me, you'll bring in a verdict for Postum, not because it tastes like coffee, for it doesn't, any more than coffee tastes like tea, but because Postum has a goodness of its own, a distinctive flavor as roundly satisfying as anything you've tasted. Now, why not let your own taste tell you about Postum, yours and your families, including the children? We can only tell you about the goodness of Postum, but you can enjoy it, and I'm sure you will. Now, getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich, Henry and his friend Homer are in trouble. Just what the trouble is, their parents have been unable to figure out. The scene opens on Aunt Harriet's front porch.
5: Doesn't she seem to be home, Henry? I don't know. Well, hello there. Hello, Aunt Harriet. I'm sorry to bother you, but I wanted to ask you something. Henry, why aren't you in school? School's over. It's over. My goodness, what time is it? I don't know. But it's over just the same, Miss Briar. Well, what is it you want? Well, do you remember when I dropped in for a second this morning? I do. Well, I didn't leave a package, did I? A package? What was in it? Nothing. It was just... It, It was just... It was just... Something we bought at the hardware store. Oh. Yes, ma'am. And, and when I left the house this morning, I had it with me. Now I can't find it. I see. But you can't tell me what was in the package. Oh, it wasn't anything. It was just a can of paint. Paint? Black paint. Black? Well, you didn't leave it here. And if you'll excuse me, I'll go in the house. Are you sure I didn't? I've got
4: to telephone somebody about something right this minute.
2: Yes, you. Yes, Harriet. Yes, Harriet, thank you for calling. Goodbye, Harriet. Miss
3: Thompson? Yes, Mr. Aldrich?
2: Did you try to call the school? Yes,
3: sir, the line's still busy.
2: Did you phone that attorney over in Middletown?
3: Mr. Norton Adams? Yes. I called his office twice, Mr. Aldrich, and then I tried to reach him at court. Keep
2: trying. In the meantime, I'll try one other place. Number, please. Police headquarters.
3: Police headquarters.
2: Miss Thompson, did you cancel all my other engagements for the day?
3: Yes, Mr. Aldrich.
1: Police Headquarters, Sergeant Kelly speaking. Uh,
2: Sergeant, this is Sam Ulrich. Oh, how
1: are you, Mr. Ulrich?
2: Uh, Sergeant, uh, my uh, my boy hasn't gotten into any trouble down there, has he? No, not
1: that I know
2: of. I see. Uh, you looking for anyone by the name of Weber? Weber? W. Weber. Any complaints filed against anyone by that name?
1: No, nothing against any Weber that I know of. I see. Say, about how old is this Weber?
2: Why, he's not Henry's age.
1: Well, the only charges we have here are against two unidentified boys. They are wanted for petty larceny. Yes? Yes, yeah, for stealing bicycles.
2: I see. Uh, yeah, did you say bicycles? Yeah. And you don't know who they are?
1: Not yet, but we're working on it. You know, it's always a hard thing to follow up. Them kids get some paint and do the job over, and then you can't identify them.
2: I see. Well, if you find out who the boys are, let me know. Well, of course. Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: Yeah, Miss Thompson. Yes, Mr. Aldrich.
2: See whether you can get Norton Adams at once. Regardless of whether he's tied up in court, I want to talk to him. <laughs>
5: you yes mother it's homer and
4: i dear did your father get you at school was he at school no henry he's trying to get you on the telephone oh oh i wonder why well i think it would be very much better if you let him tell you oh will you call him right away please well
5: i'll tell you mother i
4: think you better call him right away yes mother Homer! What, Henry? Henry, where are you going?
5: I'm on my way to the phone, Mother. What's
4: the matter, Henry?
5: Homer, I think my father knows about it. What makes you think so? Something tells me. You're crazy, Henry. Operator. Operator. Gee whiz, though, if your father knows, do you suppose mine knows? Henry! Yes, Mother? When you
4: get your father, will you tell him Mr. Bull will be here at 5.30 to see him?
5: Mr. Bull? He's coming here.
4: Number, please.
5: Why, uh, uh... Mother, what's father's number?
4: You know it just as well as I do. Elm 662. Oh, what yes.
5: Uh, Elm 66 bow I mean, two. I'm going home. Wait a second, Homer. I'm going. But wait, Homer. Hello, Mr.
3: Aldridge's office.
5: Uh, Miss Thompson, this is Henry. If my father's busy, don't feel you have to bother him.
3: I'm sorry, Henry, but your father's just left for Middletown.
5: Oh, he did? For Middletown? What's that, Henry?
3: He did want to talk to you, though.
5: Well... Miss Thompson, do you know what it was about? Yes. Well? What was it?
3: I think it would be better if you had the whole thing out with him. Uh
5: Oh. (laughs) Oh. What did she say, Henry?
3: He'll see you when he gets home.
5: Well, thank you. Goodbye. Homer. What? Do you have an extra bed over at your house? Yeah. Well, look, Homer, why don't you invite me over, and I'll take my pajamas, see? And when I get over there, I can call back and say you're begging me to stay. <laughs>
1: Mr. Aldrich, is that you? Yes,
2: yes. Hello, Mr. Bull. Sit down. No, your wife said I should wait for you here in the living room. I'm sorry to have kept you waiting, but I got tied up in Middletown. Oh, yes? Trying to get
1: in touch with a lawyer there, and I got over there only to find that he'd been called over here. Well, I'm anxious to have a talk with you, Sam, if you have a minute. Yes, of course. It's about a little deal I made with Ed Pratt. Ed Pratt? Yeah. Pratt agreed to buy my car, see? And now he wants to renege on the deal. What's the reason? Because of a scratch on the fender, Sam. No bigger than that. I bumped into a car that wasn't even moving. Yes? Yeah. Yes. Well, I lost my temper at the time, but my wife calmed me down, and I, I never thought anything more about it. I see. Sam? Yes, Alice?
4: Could I speak with you out here just a moment, please? Uh, excuse me. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's quite important. What's gone wrong? I don't know, dear, but Harriet just phoned, and she said she saw Henry going by her house with Homer a little while ago, and Henry was carrying a suitcase.
2: Mr. Bow. Yes. Could that matter of yours wait until tomorrow? I've got to get busy on something right away.
3: Homer. Yes, Mother? I want to have a talk with you. The
5: only thing is, Mother, Henry's waiting out in the hall.
3: Homer, why is Henry staying here tonight?
5: Well, he just thought it would be a nice change for him. Do the older do you know he's here? Well, not right this minute, Mother, but he's going to phone them.
3: Homer, do you have anything you'd like to tell me? Oh,
5: me? In what way?
3: Are you sure Henry hasn't done anything he
5: shouldn't have? Mother. Homer? Uh, Yes, Henry? You want me to stay out here much longer? You may come in now, dear. Homer,
3: will you remember not to become involved in anything you're going to
5: regret? No, Mother. Boy, am I glad to be here, Mrs. Brown. Well, why do you say that, Henry? I don't know. It's just the atmosphere here is so relaxing. Uh, uh, Will you excuse me while I go to the door? I'll go for you, Mother. No, I'll go. Mrs. Brown, if that's my father, would you mind telling him I'm staying here tonight? What's
1: that? Uh, Good evening. Is is this Mrs. Brown? Yes, sir. Well, I'm Sergeant Kelly from down at police headquarters. You have a son by the name of Homer, haven't you? Homer?
5: Homer. Homer, I think my folks are worried about me. i better go home. Uh,
1: I've been asked to try and find him and Henry Aldridge.
5: Henry. What, Homer? Come back. They've got us both.
1: Now, Henry,
2: suppose you tell all of us exactly what happened.
5: But, Father, why did you have me brought down here to the police station?
2: Because we couldn't find you. We didn't even know where you were. And Sergeant Kelly stumbled into you. Now, tell us exactly what you did.
4: Well, Henry, no matter what you've done, it's better for you to confess it and get it over. Yes, Mother.
1: Henry,
5: before you begin, could I say something? Now, you'll get your chance later. Henry Aldrich, now go ahead. Well, it was this way. It happened on the way to school one morning.
2: Henry, what I want to know first is, where is the bicycle?
5: The bicycle? Yes. It was a car. A car? Henry, I thought it was only a bicycle. Oh, no, it was a car. That's why we were so scared. Sure, a bicycle wouldn't have bothered us. (laughs)
2: Henry, go on.
5: Yes, Father. Well, we'd heard of a lawyer over in Middletown that we understood was pretty good at fixing things, so we wrote him. I see. Now, just a minute. Let's get back to that car for a second. Yes, sir. Well, at at first we were going to paint the car over, sort of, so the owner wouldn't recognize it. You were going to try to cover it up? Yes, Father. I'm sorry, but we were. We did it once before and nobody found out. (laughs) Homer, who did? Henry and I did, Mother. It was easy. One minute now. How many of
1: these cover-up jobs have you gotten away with? Just one.
5: That was on a car that... that... never mind.
2: <laughs> Henry, who suggested you do a thing like that?
5: Nobody. Homer and I thought it up all by ourselves. But the owner scared us
2: off. Boys, do you realize what a thing like that can lead to? Just putting a little paint on a car? What do you mean, just putting a little paint on a car?
5: Sam, I don't believe it.
2: Henry, look at me. Are you making this up?
5: Oh, no, Father. As long as we've started, I think it's better to tell the whole thing and get it off our minds, don't you, Homer? The whole thing?
2: Henry, regardless of the consequences, let's hear everything.
5: Yes, Father. Only are you going to tell
2: Mr. Bull? Mr. Bull? Mr. Bull has anything to do with this. Please begin.
5: But he has, Father. He's the whole story. What about him? Well, I was holding out my hand, see? Where? Out the window. Why? I was signaling for Homer. Oh, letting him know the coast was clear, eh? Yes, think. sir. Sam, I can't stand it. <laughs> but then Mr. Bull ignored my signal and came right on.
1: Mr. Bull
2: saw
5: you? No, that's the trouble. He just came right on. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Isn't it clear? No. Well, we were backing up, see. We were parking Homer's father's car. What's that? Sure, we were almost late for school, and I said, Henry, let's park here and run. Go on. And I put out my hand, and the first thing we knew, there was a terrible scraping of fenders, and Mr. Bull got out of his car and said, I'm going to sue you for this.
2: And where was the bicycle? In the
5: car? What bicycle? That
2: you took and were going to
5: sell. The one I took? I was going to sell my own. Why? To get enough money to pay for the damage on Mr. Bull's car. But I couldn't get enough. And... That's what this is all about? yes.
2: Well, why didn't you tell me when it happened? Because Homer was afraid his father would find out. Well, wait until your Aunt Harriet finds out about it.
4: What do you mean, find out about it? Here I am. Harriet,
2: where did you come from?
4: Sam, I've got everything fixed for you. But, Harriet... Sam, I know it's going to kill you, but I've just gone and hired a lawyer.
2: A lawyer? What for? To
4: take care of Henry. You mean I'm going to be sued after all? No,
2: Henry. Harriet, what have you been doing? I've
4: got Norton Adams for you. But, Harriet... There isn't anything to worry about, Alice. He can clear this case up in a minute.
2: Yes, Alice, take Harriet over in the corner and tell her a few of the facts of this case.
5: You mean you know something I don't?
2: Henry, I hope for as long as you live you'll remember
5: this. Yes, Father. Hasn't it taught you a lesson? Yes, Father. What? I'm never going to hold my hand out of a car again.
0: Aldrich will be back in just a moment. In the meanwhile, if coffee makes you nervous, remember to drink Postum instead. Remember, too, that Postum is a swell drink for all the family, tempting in flavor and most economical. You can still enjoy Postum at its old-time low cost of less than one-half cent a cup. So for tip-top good taste and rock-bottom economy, get Postum from your grocer tomorrow.
5: Then boys, won't you each have another chocolate soda? No, thank you, Anne. No thanks, Miss Breyer. Oh, Can you imagine that? What trouble! I've lost my automatic. Your automatic? You've lost it, Henry. Your automatic? Yes. I wonder where it is. Henry, will you excuse me while I step into this phone booth? Henry, where did you leave it? Uh, here it is. Look, Homer, isn't it a beauty? You punch the end here, and the lead comes out here. I wonder who she's phoning. <laughs>
0: Listen again next week to The Aldrich Family, same time, same station, for another sparkling half hour with your favorite youngster, his family, and his pals. The Aldrich Family, starring Ezra Stone, is written by Clifford Goldsmith. Original music is composed and conducted by Jack Miller. This is Harry Von Zell saying, You will enjoy fragrant, flavorful Postum. And remember, Postum contains no stimulants. It cannot make you nervous. Good night.